Welcome to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio, brought to you by Visit Anderson, South Carolina, home of beautiful Lake Hartwell. The Rapala family of fishing products, including VMC hooks and 13 fishing rods, reels, and more, and the Bass Angler Sportsman Society. Now, here's your host, lifetime BASS member, Tom Abraham. Welcome to this week's episode of Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. I am Tom Abraham, your guide for the next hour as we feature the Bassmaster Elite Series and those looking to get into that exclusive group through the St. Croix Bassmaster Open Series and the up-and-comers on the Strike King Bassmaster College Series and the tens of thousands of Bass Nation anglers around the country competing on the local level, all with a chance to advance to the big leagues of professional fishing. Now, the Bass Nation operates youth, high school, and college programs, including a junior bass Bassmaster Championship, High School National Championship, College National Championship, and the College Bracket Event, leading to a Bassmaster Classic birth. Now, the best way to communicate with the show is to visit our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash bass or on Twitter at Bassmaster and use the hashtag Bass Radio. You can also listen to all the shows at Bassmaster.com forward slash radio or just hit the Anglers tab at Bassmaster.com and click on Bassmaster Radio. Our first cast segment of the show is brought to you by 13 Fishing and we have a great deal for you right now. The Gerald Swindle Design Meta Series Rods and Inception G2 Reels are available at 13fishing.com along with all their other great products and for a limited time you can get 20% off your entire order by using the discount code BASSRADIO20 that's BASSRADIO20 only at 13fishing.com now I fish these rods and reels myself and could not be happier get 20% off with the code BASSRADIO20 what a special show we have for you today. Off the top, we say goodbye to a legend, Larry Nixon. Well, it's not like he's dead or anything. He's just retiring from the Elite Series at age 73. And what a run it has been. 14 wins with Bass, 1983 classic win on the Ohio River. And he's taught a lot of us plenty about fishing. Larry's legend spot on the Elites goes to Jordan Lee. And today we welcome the two-time classic champ back as well. Also in the Meet the Elite segment of the show, incoming Elite rookie Trey McKinney will join us. And get this, he's 18 years old. Finally, we visit with Chris Zaldane as he discusses sponsor changes and how he'll bounce back this season from a tough one in 2023. But first, Larry Nixon is on the VMC hook. Larry, welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm doing real good, guys. I sure am. Uh, we appreciate you taking a few minutes to to join us. And, uh, you know, I always tell people to to take a couple of weeks at the end of whether it's a football season, a baseball season, or a fishing season, you got to take a few weeks just to kind of, because everybody wants to quit at the end. You know, at the end, you say, I never, I'm never doing this again. Um, you gave it some time, though. When did you come to the realization that, you know what, um, you know, my, my, my heavy-duty tournament career is over? Well, it was pretty much the St. Lawrence River when uh, I realized that, uh, you know, it's it's time to hang it up. I hated to. I didn't want to. But when we got to the St. Lawrence River for that tournament, you know, we just come from Champlain. And uh, we had some pretty good windy days up there. And I don't know, that rocking and rolling and beating in the boat. Yeah. I just, uh, I had my back and my hips and uh, my knees and everything just told me, so man, you just can't do this no more. I mean, this is, this is crazy, you know, to have to crawl, crawl to the front of the boat and you can't get up and walk up there and drop the trolling motor over and fish like a normal person. It's time to go, you know, and retire. And, uh, I contemplated it at all winter and, uh, you know, all fall really, I guess yeah. you could say. And, uh, and just come to that decision right at the last minute that uh, I just wasn't tough enough to do it anymore. Well, and let's preface that too. Do it the way you want to do it, right? Because you want to compete. I mean, you're not out there ornamental, you know, just taking up a spot and fishing. I mean, you, you're you're looking to go out there. I would imagine, you know, knowing you a little bit and following your career, um, you know, you're you're chomping at the bit to make those Sunday finals and you know win a blue trophy, do whatever it is, make the classic, all of those types of things. You you, you weren't looking to just be out there being Larry Nixon. I was definitely not out there as an ornament. Mm-hmm. Believe me, when I got back in the elites, I, I had one thing on my mind, and that was to make the Bassmasters Classic again. And uh, you know, then I then I just had a, I mean, I had a really rough year, and uh, I had a couple of really rough tournaments there at the end. And uh, no, uh, no, that's not why. That's not why I came back. I came back to enjoy my fishing career with bass. 
retire with bass someday or another. I didn't realize it'd be in one year, but you know, it is what it is. Um, we have got a rookie coming up, uh, on this show that made the elites through the opens by the name of Trey McKinney kid turns 19 at the first elite event of the year at Sam Rayburn, uh, in, in February, he's 18 years old. He, he started fishing the opens this past season while he was a senior in high school and, uh, passed on college fishing, passed on all of that and said, I'm going to make a run at it. And he had four out of the nine opens he fished. He had four top 10 finishes. I mean, you know how tough that is. Those opens, 225 guys, a lot of local hammers and so on. And he finished in the top 10 four times. These guys are getting younger and younger. And now we got an 18-year-old that made it to the elites. It's unbelievable. Yes, it is absolutely unbelievable. You know, I didn't fish my first tournament until I was 27 years old. Mm. And for an 18-year-old to come up in the ranks and do it the way he did, and I do know they their education happens so much faster now because of everything you can read and and see and do on the internet. And uh, it, but that's just incredible. He didn't he didn't really learn things on the water the hard way because yeah. he didn't have to. And uh, you know, there, believe me, there's a lot of 14 year old kids out there right now. Their dreams is to be a bassmaster. Right. And, uh, if they start working at it at 14 and they've got a good teacher and, uh, you know, good access to information and the ability and the opportunity to go and learn every day, that's how you get your schooling. Well, there's no doubt about it. high school fishing. They didn't have this when we were younger, you know, we didn't have high school fishing teams and, <laughs> and, and you talk to some of the kids, I do a bunch of weigh-ins for high school tournaments and you talk to these kids and they're polished. I mean, they're out there. They won't tell you anything. They're talking like the pros, you know, they, they, you know, they kind of got the lingo down and everything else, but they also got the electronics down. And I want to get your take on that because, you know, I, I always tell the people, I joke about the fact that I started my tournament fishing in the, in the early to mid eighties. And I had a, you know, I had a flasher on, on my, on the front of my, my boat, a front of my Ranger at the time. And it was, you know, it would be green if there was a soft bottom and it would turn red, you know, if it was a hard bottom. And I took my dad fishing with me one time and he's like, what is that? And I told him and he says, you're cheating. I'm, it's a flasher. And he says, you're cheating. Um, and nowadays, I mean, with the electronics we got, it's, it's incredible, but just talk about it from your standpoint. Is, is it gotten out of control? Have we gone too far? What, what do we do next? Well, 90% of my career was built around the flasher. You know, I learned how to read one just like, uh, uh, like you, I could I could look at that flasher and tell you exactly what was going on down below me as far as fish activity was concerned. And, uh, now everybody can look out in front of their boat, a hundred feet away or 120 or whatever it may be. And, you know, they can see fish and learn how to identify the difference between the, the, the species of the fish. And it has took fishing to a whole new level. And actually, it's kind of totally different fishing than mm -hmm. what we know. And uh, because they're looking at a fish and trying to catch a fish, or let me put it this way, they're trying to trigger that fish into biting a lot of times when it may not even be in a feeding mood. Yeah. And that, that takes the game to a different level. I'm not going to say that we are out running things that are mother nature meant for us to do, but, uh, you know, it's here and, and, uh, I'm, I tried to learn it on the fly fast the last two years. And yes, I can catch one occasionally doing it, but just persistently go out there and look for fish all day long, every day that is not in my DNA. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it is tough. I mean, there is no doubt about it. Larry Nixon with us here talking about his career as he calls it a career on the Elite Series. And uh, you know, Larry, you won the uh, you won the nineteen eighty three Bassmaster Classic in in what was a real grinder, eighteen pounds and one ounce over three days to win that one on the Ohio River. And get this, gang, forty thousand dollars, forty thousand dollars. Now, Larry Nixon made like a million and a half dollars with bass alone. Um, do you ever think back, well, man, if I was born just two generations later, your million and a half is really somewhere like four or five million. You know, and, and today's day, if you go look at all your wins and everything else, they weren't $100,000 wins. A classic, it wasn't a 300000 or half a million dollar classic. It was a $40,000 win. 
Rolla Martin tells me that all the time. He's like, I figured it out. I make $5.4 million. <laughs> so um, <laughs> just, just, just a couple generations too soon. It seems like. Yes. Uh, you know, the, <laughs> the, the uh, economy was different back then, and a $12,000 win was, uh, yeah, that was like a $100,000 win in them days, but yeah. it didn't amount in income like the kids are getting nowadays for a win, and uh, no, I'm, I'm like rolling. I, I, mine should be about five million. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so in our final minute here, tell us, what does Larry Nixon do next? What are you going to do with yourself? Um, you know, tournament season rolls around in the not-too-distant future. Uh, where, where are we going to be able to find you, and what do, what do you plan on doing with yourself? Well, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm not totally quitting. Mm-hmm. I'm stepping down from the Elite Series and big-time tournament fishing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fish some small tournaments with Tommy Martin, my nice. good friend. And uh, if he says he's going somewhere, I'm going with him. I don't care where that may be, whether it's an Open or a Toyota or whatever it may be. If he wants to go fish a tournament, I'm going to go be his pod. And, uh, you know, so I'm going to stay active. I'm going to try to get in a few Opens. That's hard to do because they're yeah. all full. And, you know, late in the season, uh, there may be an Open or two come open that, that I may want to go fish and I'm going to do what I want to do now. Yeah. Does that sound? That sounds sounds great. You deserve it. That's what that sounds. That sounds fantastic. Larry Nixon has been our guest. Larry, appreciate you so much. Appreciate your career. And, uh, you know what? We may check in with you every once in a while anyway, here on Bassmaster radio. Thank you so much. Tell right. uh, Jordan Lee I'll be watching him. He better catch him. <laughs> okay, there you go. I think you just told him that. He's coming up next. Uh, Larry Nixon. Thanks, Larry. Yes, sir. All right, speaking of Jordan Lee, he's up next. Uh, he, the spot opened up for him, and he grabbed it immediately. We'll talk to the two-time Classic Champion right after this on Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. At Phoenix Boats, everyone has a passion for bass fishing. From the founder and Elite Series Pro, Gary Klaus, down to the guy who affixes the final decal. Gary says, this passion has shaped our lives and it has brought about many of the fishing features that you see on the Phoenix today. Our goal is to make every boat that goes out the door the best fishing platform it can be in both design and construction for our customers. When I toured the plant, it was clear that Phoenix uses only the highest quality materials and that the craftsmanship was second to none. I'm Tom Abraham and I too run a Phoenix boat and am extremely proud to carry the Phoenix logo on my gear. I've known Gary Klaus since he started the company and what he, Teresa Johnson, and the rest of the team at Phoenix Boats have created is truly remarkable. The highest quality boats built by anglers for anglers. This isn't just a saying, it's a passion at Phoenix. View the entire lineup at phoenixboats.com and get started on yours today. Take it from me, it's time to experience the Phoenix difference. Five fish for 22 pounds even, becoming a two-time Bassmaster Angler of the Year. Hi, I'm Gerald Swindle, Bassmaster member. I don't care if I'm in California, Oregon, or France. If I see a bass sticker in a window of a truck or a car, I got something in common with that person. Why don't you come and join me and you be a member? Get these free gifts when you join today, a $50 value. Go to Bassmaster.com slash join and become a member of America's leading bass fishing organization. Hey gang, Tom Abraham here for my friends at 13 Fishing. I can't tell you how excited I was to learn that two-time Bassmaster Angler of the Year, Gerald Swindle, had teamed up with the crew at 13 Fishing to build the ultimate rod and reel series that combines quality with a price point that works for all. The result is the metal line of rods and the Inception G2 line of reels designed to the exacting standards of the G-Man. This is the same gear Gerald bagged over 100 pounds of fish with at Lake Fork last season. Look for them this spring. The 2024 St. Croix Bassmaster Open Series is set to be the biggest ever. From increased payouts for the pros to Bassmaster Live coverage of Championship Saturday for all nine events, the 2024 season promises to be great. The top nine EQ anglers will once again punch their ticket to the Elite Series, and event winners earn a berth in the 2025 Academy Sports and Outdoors Bassmaster Classic, providing they fish to three events in a given division. And for co-anglers, this is the best value in all of fishing. $475 to fish two days with a pro, and you are 
are competing only against other co-anglers for a tremendous prize purse as well. Registration is now open, but you have to act fast to get your spot locked in. This year's schedule will take anglers from Florida to Minnesota and many great destinations in between. Plus, the off-limits restriction has been reduced to two weeks, so you don't have to lose much time on your home waters. For more information on the St. Croix Bassmaster Open schedule and registration, plus payouts and other key information, just visit Bassmaster.com and click on the tournament tab and then select Opens. See you on the water. Welcome back to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. Now, here's your host, Tom Abraham. And welcome back to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. This segment of the show brought to you by Lake Hartwell and uh, the folks at Visit Anderson, where it's just absolutely phenomenal. I always say that if it didn't exist, you'd have to invent it. And the Green Pond Landing is, is incredible. It's an incredible tournament venue. It's an incredible lake to go fish it. Fish is huge. It's like every nook and cranny, north to south, every uh, arm. It, it's just you can find fish everywhere there uh, at Hartwell. And they're just such accommodating people. At Visit Anderson, it's tremendous. And speaking of Lake Hartwell, well, you remember in 2018, that was uh, when Jordan Lee went back-to-back, winning his second uh, Bassmaster Classic. And uh, by now, you've probably heard the news if you're a fan of fishing. But Coleman, Alabama's Jordan Lee is back in the Elite Series. He's using his uh, legend points to come back. He takes the spot. We just said goodbye to Larry Nixon, and we say welcome back to Jordan Lee. And he joins us now on a VMC Hook. Jordan, welcome back to the show. How are you? Hey, man, I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? Uh, fantastic. And uh, it was so exciting to hear the news earlier this week that you were returning to the Elite Series uh, where you've won these back-to-back classics. And it's not like you didn't win uh, a pile of tournaments as well, uh, you know, since you have been gone. Um, but uh, it seems like a great opportunity. Why don't you tell, you tell us in your words what it means to you to be back uh, in the Bass family? Yeah, you know, I mean – honest with you i i love just bass fishing i I, you know i said it on the classic stage i i believe it was in 2017 and i've always stayed true to that that you know i i just love fishing tournaments and uh you know it's really never been about you know social media the fame youtube whatever you want you want to talk about i i enjoy going out there and competing and you know i'm looking to get back to my roots you know where I started. It's going to be. It's a different, different era, really. Bass fishing, mm-hmm. almost. You know, been nine years since I started, but um, I'm excited to get back. And uh, you know, I think it's. I think it's a good time for me. You know, timing, timing is everything. And you know, we all have decisions you have to make. And you know, but for us anglers, it's really about competing at a high level. And uh, you know, I'm just just looking forward to it. And as young as you are, I mean, you're going to be very competitive over the years and uh, with an opportunity to do something historical to add more Bassmaster Classics. I mean, you know, that's the deal. I mean, you don't have a blue trophy yet, but you've got that big, uh, you know, now now it's the Ray Scott trophy. The next one you win will be a, the Ray Scott trophy. But, man, um, you know, you have an opportunity to do something that very, very few have done because you've got a lot of years left in your career. And I would imagine that that's a big part of it because really nowhere do you find anything like the Bassmaster Bassmaster Classic. Yeah, you know, I know that's going to be on a lot of guys' radar. You know, you look at any other sport, wanting to wanting to win a championship, you got to get there, and the ball's got to roll in your your way. You know, those two classics really, they were just kind of those meant to be moments. I mean, wasn't on the fish going into the tournament. Really, didn't have a stellar three days, and it just happened. And you know, getting back there though is definitely going to be my goal. Uh, this year you know you gotta you gotta be there to win it um and everything's got to go perfect you know so i i'm just gonna focus my 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 goals and it's not a gimme you know it's not a gimme to make it a classic you see great anglers every year you know not not make it so um for me i'm just gonna put my head down and, and see if we can't get there in uh in 25 well, you certainly have had uh, tremendous performances over the years uh, between the elites and the St. Croix Bassmaster Opens, 21 top 10s, 36 top 30 finishes. And, and that's been kind of your, your deal, it seems like. And I don't know if it's intentional or, or what, but you're kind of like an ATM machine out there. You, you seem to always be in the hunt. And uh, whether you win or not, you always finish it. You don't tend to have 
bombs. I mean, we just don't see that on your record where, you know, oh, well, Jordan Lee, you know, he he's either second or he's 110th. It's not the way it is with you. Yeah. Whatever it is, you seem to always make sure that you're above that cut line and that you got a shot on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of worked out that way, but uh, yeah, I, I like to. Yeah, we all want to be consistent, you know. You always want to shoot for the win when you can, but I can kind of feel it out in practice and be like, you know, sometimes it rolls your way, and sometimes you just know you're probably not going to win this tournament. You're not that dialed in, um, and you just need to not really survive, but you know catching the best you can and you go on to the next one. And there's some tournaments though you go into it and you're like, man, this found something a little different or during the tournament something surprises you. But uh that's that's the name of the game. Consistency. Putting yourself there, you know, uh day three, day four and, you know, sometimes you just gotta roll the dice to get there too. But I, I, I'm excited. I mean, I really am every day thinking in a little bit more and more i didn't have a lot of time you know to, to really think about it but um I, i'm definitely excited and uh I, I can i can feel the love for sure you had that uh you had that little run in 2017 to end the season that was amazing i mean you went four straight tournaments three elites and a, we had the angler of the year championship in there and you had a, a southern open uh in there as well and um you know, you you had four straight top tens. I mean, you it was just you were just hitting it. Talk about that a little bit about momentum because people say, "Wow, there's really no momentum from one fishing tournament to another." But maybe it's confidence when you get it going and you just feel like whatever you do, it's right. Yeah, you get you when you get the ball rolling in our sport and you're feeling good every time you launch your boat. That hey, I'm fixing to go out here and 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 catch them, and, and that's that's what all anglers strive for is that confidence and. You know, I've had a lot of great runs, and I've had some runs that, you know, you stub your toe and you keep stubbing it. So there's definitely something to it. Um, it's just that momentum. It's just like, I mean, any other sport, man. Once you once you get going and you, you're feeling it, uh, you know, sometimes you can't be stopped. But it, it can take a slow haul, too, in this sport. Yeah. And that's something you just got to take year to year and, uh, you know, just enjoy the ride. You had you had one of them runs in 2016 too, where you were nine two nine four, uh, you know, not including the the classic bracket that they did that year out of Buffalo when you finished fifth there. So um, you you have been streaky that way, but they're always good streaks. It doesn't seem like there's bad streaks there. It's always good streaks. Uh, uh, Ranger Yamaha Pro uh, Jordan Lee with us uh, returning to the Bassmaster Elite Series. Uh, give me your thoughts as you looked at this schedule because the first thing you do you make this decision and maybe you look at the schedule first and then make the decision but the 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 way this schedule kind of moves with the two in texas toledo bend and and lake fork and then you'll get a little break uh because i'm sure you'll be at the classic but you won't be fishing the classic and then you get the two in florida harris chain and st john's river and then you get that one at south carolina then uh wheeler and smith lake which is you know your wheelhouse are you kidding me that's home for you so uh and then two in new york to finish this is kind of got a nice rhythm to it yeah, I mean, you know, schedules, you know, an angler can look at a schedule and be just absolutely terrified or just excited and say, well, I'm going to catch them here. I call them here the same way, you know, and I've, I've learned over the years, you know, I, I get surprised. The ones that I circle are usually the ones I do that, that I'm say, oh, this is going to be my tournament. I'm fixing a clean house. And you show up and you're like, well, they're not doing what, what I what i want them to be doing right. and and you can get spun out um so i mean there's some lakes on there i've been to a lot of them uh and you know there's a lot of you know smith lake i don't even fish there in the summer because it, it it's middle of summer the fish are biting on gunners well i don't boat traffic i don't go there so it's going to be an eye opener there you know and i mean starting off at toledo bend i hadn't been there in a long time but um great lake just knowledge is very very low but you know sometimes that's better than having a lot of knowledge you know and so yeah, that's how you see it at year after year you see guys from florida winning in new york and you know um just all over the place when it comes to that you just you just can't ever circle a tournament unless you're maybe somebody like lee livesey and circle fork and you know that's that's kind of his donation tournament it seems like <laughs> um 
They're going to feel that way about you. They're going to feel that way about you at Smith Lake, even though it's the summertime and you don't even go there. (laughs) Yeah, maybe so. I hope you're right. I mean, the proof's in the pudding, though, and and I hadn't proved anything yet on that that regard. But I am consistent on Smith, usually in the spring and the fall. I mean, I'm I'm a – you know, if a if a open or a you know any other tournament, local tournament, I'm usually, you know, in the money, top ten. But you know, winning's different than top ten. So, but I, I'm excited about that. Sleeping in my own bed for for Smith and Wheeler. Um, you can't really say that a lot about it um, when you're traveling around doing this for a living. So, uh, schedule didn't have a lot to do with it, but it definitely. I, I looked at it and you know, I was like, hey, it's not a bad time. I get to come yeah. home and. Um, uh, you know, so it's schedule schedule solid. Got a wife and a kid now. I mean, it's different, man. It's not like back in the day when you started. You it's could different. just do whatever. It's different. You know, you get to see them, and, and that's always uh, cool as well. Jordan Lee has been our guest. Well, Jordan, it's really exciting. I know everybody's excited to see that you're back with the elites. I'm sure you're going to be great. It's going to be a great story in 2024. Man, I appreciate you having me on and stay in touch. Hey, top three come on the show after every event. So, you know, uh, hopefully we'll be talking a couple more times this year. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I right, appreciate it. That's Jordan Lee, a great angler. All right. Uh, you want to talk about even younger than Jordan Lee. Um, how about Trey McKinney? Uh, 18 years old still, and he is now an Elite Series angler. He'll turn 19 during the first event at Toledo Bend. He's next right here on Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. Rapala is one of the most respected names in all of the fishing industry. The finest balsa wood baits with the best action, the DT series, the Brat Squarebells, and the Shad Wrap are all legendary. But did you know that Rapala also makes high-quality rain gear and every kind of fishing accessory you can imagine? Plus, under the Rapala family of brands, you'll find VMC hooks and terminal tackle, suffix mono, fluoro, and braided lines, terminator spinnerbaits, jigs, and frogs, plus the Storm Arashi line of baits. Learn more at Rapala.com. That's Rapala.com and start catching more fish. Tom Abraham here from my friend Brian Hamaker and his team at North Alabama Mortgage. Look, buying a home is the biggest purchase you will make in your life, and it can be a bit intimidating, so you want people that can help walk you through the mortgage process and get you the best deal possible. That's what North Alabama Mortgage does, and they do it in Alabama, Tennessee, and Florida, from first-time purchases to refis, conventional, VA, FHA, and USDA loans. They have the solution at North Alabama Mortgage. Visit NorthAlabamaMortgage.com to learn more. That's NorthAlabamaMortgage.com. There's so much to do, see, and experience in Anderson, South Carolina. Plan your next outdoor adventure with a visit to Lake Hartwell. Boating, fishing, hike and bike the nearby trails, experience some history, and after, enjoy the numerous restaurants, shops, and experiences Anderson has to offer. Visit Green Pond Landing right there on Lake Hartwell. Perfect launch point for pleasure boating, fishing, kayaking, or just a nice walk beside the water. Come see why Anderson is called South Carolina's Bright Spot. Check it out at visitanderson.com. That's visitanderson.com. John Cruz and Missile Bates have done it again. This time they have teamed with Hog Farmer Baits to bring you the Spunk Shad. This bait can be fished like a swim bait or as a trailer on your favorite bladed jig. And now they are available from Missile Baits. Also new this year is the Magic Worm, which did some serious damage on tour last year. They could just call that one the Moneymaker. Missile Baits is also home to the classic D-Bomb, the Baby D-Bomb, the Quiver Worm, and one of my favorites, the Destroyer and Baby Destroyer. Go to MissileBaits.store to learn more. That's Missile Bait Welcome back to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. Now, here's your host, Tom Abraham. And welcome back, Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. Now, time for another Meet the Elites segment. And, uh, well, you know, this is the last guy that we're talking to that got in through the EQs. He finished third in the EQs. And get this, folks. If you don't know the story of Trey McKinney, this kid started fishing the Opens EQ series while he was still in high school. Now he's homeschooled, and I get all of that. And and but he hadn't graduated high school yet, and all he did was go out there and finish third in the Opens. Had a tremendous year, uh, cash checks in seven of the nine tournaments. And, and and folks, I fished these Opens. It's hard to cash a check in these things. I mean, there's 200, 225 boaters uh, in one of these deals. The top 40 cash a check so it's it's not easy but it just goes to the type of year that he had now he joins us now on the vmc hook trey welcome to the show uh how are you 
I'm doing great, buddy. How about yourself? I'm fantastic. You know, it's not this easy. I just want you to tell you know all of these top tens that you had uh, four times uh, in the top ten. It's not really this easy for you to go out and uh, and be as dominant as you were this past year. I'll tell you what, I almost look at it as a blessing, you know. Uh, we had stepped into a few events when I was younger, you know, the BFLs and everything else like that. And, and the Lord really just kind of like, let's just see what we can do, you know, kind of kind of provide the path. And, and, and we walked down it, you know, we took it. Um, we went from there, and, and it was extremely well, and we're very blessed to be where we are now. Now, I grew up on a horse farm in upstate New York. My sister, you know, raced, uh, was a barrel racer a little bit. And, uh, you know, I loved going to the rodeos and things like that. And I, I understand that you're from a rodeo family. Your mom was a barrel racer, but your dad, too. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't really remember much, uh, you know, guys competing in barrel racing. But I guess that's become a thing now. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, back then, my dad, basically my whole family, has been uh, barrel racers, you know. Uh, my grandpa started, we used to have everything, you know. I mean, 20 plus head in a barn, and, and my dad and my grandpa would just continue it, you know, train them, everything else into perfection, really. And uh, that's what it kind of went, and it kind of just kept going down in the family. My dad, my mom was into it as well. My dad was really into it. And uh, ever since, you know, you know, kind of started the story, he's been crazy busy with that. So Elena kind of done that. And uh, she's actually in Oklahoma right now uh, in, a, in a very, very – big thing right now for uh, a, a lot of money down there and mm-hmm. they uh, they travel all over the world for it so it's pretty cool yeah i know that is uh that is real cool now you're from uh, illinois um so so tell me i mean it's not exactly the bass fishing mecca of the world and it and but however it makes good fishermen because it's kind of tough fishing up there right it's like if you can if you can catch fish in illinois uh you can catch bass anywhere it seems like <laughs> that's what a lot of people say you know it's we we have a few kind of smaller lakes that's got a few bass in it you know but um see that's kind of like from where i grew up you know you get five bites a day five keeper bites you put them in the boat most of the time you get paid you know so that's just what i've kind of i've kind of learned about and and when i go somewhere that's actually got fish you know like a a slug fest it's kind of hard for me you know it's it's one of those where every once in a while i hang in there but one of those tough tournaments is where i feel like i really excel just because i've that's just kind of what i'm used to i I put together and I, i scrounge around and for my five bots, and if I can do it, I can do it, you know. So it's uh, it's definitely one thing I wanted to learn for the first two, as you guys know. Um, Toledo Bend and Lake Fort should be a, a very, very interesting tournament. So hopefully we can uh, get prepared for it and hang in there. Well, Toledo Bend, and he opens last year. You finished second there, and uh, you finished second again at uh, Lake Eufaula in Oklahoma. You came out of the shoot with a 19 uh, at Eufaula. Um, yeah, so it was going, you know, that we got to know you a little bit right off the bat. Did you know any of these bodies of water though, that you went to? I mean, how, how much had you, cause you didn't fish college, obviously, cause you're not college age. You're just, uh, you just would be going into college now, but, um, had you seen many of these bodies of water that you fished on the, on the opens, uh, circuit? Actually, it seemed kind of crazy. I had never set foot on any of the, any of the lights that we had went to this year. That's crazy. That is crazy. But I mean, in a way, that might not yeah. be a bad thing. I mean, you also had that third place finish at Watts Bar. So, you know, in a way, you went in there with fresh eyes. A lot of other guys might have had preconceived notions, but you were able to go in there and break these lakes down in three or four days of practice or however much practice that you had, official practice. Um, so in a way, that might have helped you out. Exactly. I think that's honestly huge. Um, that's a very important thing to me. Um, basically, when, when I hit the boat ramp, I enjoy being kind of kind of open-minded you know i i have everything that i've ever put in my arsenal on the deck my eyes are open i'm looking for anything on the map that's irregular or anything that looks good i I love doing that you know when you can just kind of go back to the basics look at the bank look at the map and figure out where and what these bass are doing that is the i mean that's the key that's why we all do it you know it's a challenge of it and uh it's a love for bass fishing i think we all have you know it's uh when you fishing history it's also great. You know, when you get there, you also already have pre-consumed ideas of what they're doing, which can waste a lot of time checking that, doing those patterns, or you can start right off the bat knowing something and on already fish that you think you could do well. And all you do is have to do the next few days is just kind of get other patterns that's working. So it goes multiple different ways, but I, I do like the, the fresh mind because I can go out somewhere and do really good on somewhere I've never been and come home and, and get beat like a dog, you know? So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's very different. Fishing is, 
it's uh it's crazy you know i think that's why we all love it yeah uh trey mckinney with us here a new elite series pro and if the name sounds familiar yes he is cousins with uh trevor mckinney uh as well and uh, trev is like a crusty old veteran he's 25 years old now <laughs> he finished 20th uh in, in the eq standings have you been busting his chops a little bit are you like hey cuz what are you doing you know i'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm an elite what are you doing you're just five six years older than me I tell you what, it, it's honestly one of them things where we're very competitive. Um, and, and as you guys know, I mean, it, it's all right. Competitive mm-hmm. keeps keeps the drive going and anything else like that. But I tell you what, this year we really did work together. You know, we were happy for each other when, when both of us done good or one of us done good. Um, it was a very good atmosphere um, over well, even, even though we are so competitive against each other, you know. Um, so that, that's been a really good thing. Anytime you can kind of keep that with the guys you room with, you have a good atmosphere, have a fun atmosphere kind of something that kind of keeps the stress away is super important. And hopefully we can keep that going into next year. So you'll turn 19 on championship Sunday at Toledo Bend. How cool would it be to be in a camera boat uh, on championship (laughs) Sunday on your 19th birthday? I don't know what the boys will do. You know what I mean? The elites are pretty tight group. They usually like to take the guy out, you know, buy him a beer for his birthday or something like that. But I guess they got to buy you a diet Coke or something. (laughs) Take you to, you know, (laughs) take you to McDonald's or something. I don't even know what you're doing when you're that young. I can't even remember. I get an ice cream cone for my birthday. (laughs) There you go. Thank you for an ice cream cone. That would be great. When did it start dawning on you? Because, look, the elites is a different animal. Uh, obviously, there's more involved in the travel. There's more involved in the uh, entry fee, sponsorship, all of that. As the season was unfolding and you were having such a great year, when did it kind of dawn on you that, you know what, I am I'm I got a really good shot to make the elites and I need to start lining up my business uh, for, for, you know, the upcoming 2024 season? Absolutely. You know, when, when I hit St. Lawrence, Somewhere I had no idea about. Yeah. We, I like, even though I'm north, I don't see any brown ones. You know, I've never really done it, and uh, we didn't have to do good of a tournament. You know, we fished, we finished down in I think the 80s, and I was like, yeah. whoa! I was like, that was a slap to the face. Like, wake up! We got to move on. We got to do something. We got to ha- take control of something here. You know, I fell back a little bit, and it, it was kind of eye opening of how like all year we'd hang in there. You know, we were second place for third and second place for, for quite a while and you know it kind of feels like you're just there you know and then all of a sudden you get kind of slapped back into reality and, and it's like man i can fall off this bus really quickly and uh that's when i, I kind of I put in a lot of work a lot of pre-practice a lot of time just kind of graphing idling around figuring out where these fish live and uh the rest of the season you know we had we had a very um, consistent finishes you know we finished uh, in, in the teens at like the ozarks third yeah. at watts bar and I think uh, 20s at Harris Shane, you know, just kind of hanging in there, catching my five bass, worrying about the points. And uh, after after that one, when I hit, hit watch bars, when I really kind of got the, okay, this is this is possible. You know, it hit me in reality. I was like, now we're good. Now we just got to hang in there. And uh, it was it was pretty awesome. Yeah, and, and it's got to be comforting to you to know that, you know, a third of the schedule is going to be places that at least you know you've been to now uh, with Toledo Bend and, and Wheeler and Harris Chain. You know where the ramp is. You know what I mean? That's a good thing. You, you've been exactly. there already. You spent some time <laughs> on the water. So that's got to be comforting yeah. as you as you get ready for the new season. Yes, it is. You know, and the main thing is just finding places to stay. Yeah. Um, that's really important. You, you wouldn't think it. Just, just a common old stuff where you can kind of – you rely on, see, I'm a very, I love having like a pattern, you know, I'll wake mm-hmm. up at a certain time, go hit the gas station, get you some eyes, go to a place, get some breakfast and get out on the water at daylight and not come off till dark, you know, have the, the kind of, once you get in a rhythm, it's pretty easy to stay in it. Then once you get out of it, you get tired, you get kind of, there, there's so many other things once you get out of that rhythm that is right. even, it's kind of straining, even though I'm young and everything else like that, I, I don't, a lot of people maybe not realize of how like your health is like a benefit. Like if you can sure. keep healthy, um, like, like even now I'm trying to work out, like just everything else like that, eating healthy, everything, like, just to keep you focused throughout the day is huge. You know, you get out there, you get hot, you get kind of yeah. in that mood where you're just kind of roaming around every minute out there. Even now we, we got less practice now is, uh, it's really going to matter. You know, every yeah. little minute, everything counts for, finding those extra fish no doubt trey mckinney has been our guest he's a new elite series pro while everybody else his age was uh, fishing high school tournaments he was qualifying for the elite series and it's going to be fun to watch him <laughs> coming up in 2024 trey we appreciate you top three of every tournament comes on bassmaster radio so um you know be ready to come on more in in uh, this upcoming season 
Well, sounds good. Thank you, guys. And hopefully everybody can kind of follow along, and hopefully we, the Lord can lead us down the right path. There you go. Outstanding. He's already on the right path. That is for sure. All right, we'll get a break in here. When we come back, Chris Zeldane will join us. This is the dangerous one is next. Right here on Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. At Phoenix Boats, everyone has a passion for bass fishing. From the founder and Elite Series Pro, Gary Klaus, down to the guy who affixes the final decal. Gary says, this passion has shaped our lives and it has brought about many of the fishing features that you see on the Phoenix today. Our goal is to make every boat that goes out the door the best fishing platform it can be in both design and construction for our customers. When I toured the plant, it was clear that Phoenix uses only the highest quality materials and that the craftsmanship was second to none. I'm Tom Abraham and I too run a Phoenix boat and am extremely proud to carry the Phoenix logo on my gear. I've known Gary Klaus since he started the company and what he, Teresa Johnson, and the rest of the team at Phoenix Boats have created is truly remarkable. The highest quality boats built by anglers for anglers. This isn't just a saying, it's a passion at Phoenix. View the entire lineup at phoenixboats.com and get started on yours today. Take it from me, it's time to experience the Phoenix difference. Hey gang, Tom Abraham here for my friends at 13 Fishing. I can't tell you how excited I was to learn that two-time Bassmaster Angler of the Year, Gerald Swindle, had teamed up with the crew at 13 Fishing to build the ultimate rod and reel series that combines quality with a price point that works for all. The result is the metal line of rods and the Inception G2 line of reels designed to the exacting standards of the G-Man. This is the same gear Gerald bagged over 100 pounds of fish with at Lake Fork last season. Look for them this spring. John Cruz and Missile Baits have done it again. This time they have teamed with Hog Farmer Baits to bring you the Spunk Shad. This bait can be fished like a swim bait or as a trailer on your favorite bladed jig. And now they are available from Missile Baits. Also new this year is the Magic Worm, which did some serious damage on tour last year. They could just call that one the Moneymaker. Missile Baits is also home to the classic D-Bomb, the Baby D-Bomb, the Quiver Worm, and one of my favorites, the Destroyer and Baby Destroyer. Go to MissileBaits.store to learn more. That's MissileBaits.store store. Tom Abraham here for my friend Brian Hamaker and his team at North Alabama Mortgage. Look, buying a home is the biggest purchase you will make in your life and it can be a bit intimidating, so you want people that can help walk you through the mortgage process and get you the best deal possible. That's what North Alabama Mortgage does and they do it in Alabama, Tennessee, and Florida from first-time purchases to refis, conventional, VA, FHA, and USDA loans. They have the solution at North Alabama Mortgage. Visit NorthAlabamaMortgage.com to learn more. That's North Alabama mortgage.com there's so much to do see and experience in anderson south carolina plan your next outdoor adventure with a visit to lake hartwell boating fishing hike and bike the nearby trails experience some history and after enjoy the numerous restaurants shops and experiences anderson has to offer visit green pond landing right there on lake hartwell perfect launch point for pleasure boating fishing kayaking or just a nice walk beside the water come see why anderson is called south carolina's bright spot check it out at visitanderson.com. that's visitanderson.com. Rapala is one of the most respected names in all of the fishing industry. The finest balsa wood baits with the best action, the DT series, the Brat Squarebells, and the Shad Wrap are all legendary. But did you know that Rapala also makes high quality rain gear and every kind of fishing accessory you can imagine? Plus, under the Rapala family of brands, you'll find VMC hooks and terminal tackle, suffix mono, fluoro, and braided lines, terminator spinner baits, jigs, and frogs, plus the Storm Arashi line of baits. Learn more at Rapala.com. That's Rapala.com and start catching more fish. Welcome back to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. Now, here's your host, Tom Abraham. And welcome back, Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. And in our cleanup role today, what a day we've had today. I mean, we said goodbye to Larry Nixon. We said hello to Jordan Lee. We said hello to an 18-year-old kid. I swear I got spinnerbaits that are older than, than, than Trey McKinney. And uh, and now we get a chance to talk to one of the hardest working guys out there, Chris Zaldane. He is a Bass Pro Shops uh, Elite Series Pro, and he joins us now in the VMC Hook. Uh, Chris, welcome back to the show, my friend. How are you? Tom, it is always good to be on the show. And as I sit here, it was great to hear from Jordan. I mean, wow. Yeah. I mean, right back to that class, classic champ to come back and fish with us. I mean, I just know that... Uh, you know, uh, we just, uh, some of us who like kind of like hang out in the top 50 there, we just got bumped down another spot in AOI, almost <laughs> guaranteed with, with the return of trip. Nothing, nothing against Larry Nixon, because that guy's an absolute 
stud general, yeah. and I believe he is retiring in his prime. But uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's always good to be on the show with you, Tom. Well, I appreciate you, and uh, yeah, you know, you and you and Jordan in a way are kind of kindred spirits. You're about the same in the money list. You're both over a million dollars, about one point two million or so, you know, on the bass yeah. circuit. So you guys have won a lot of money uh, doing this. But uh, you know, last year was not a typical Chris Zeldane year. I mean, 60th on the, on the points, and you finished hard to do. You finished fast to do that. Yeah. Uh, but it was yes. it's a different Chris Zeldane. We see the Bass Pro Shop logo. We see in a Nitro. Yeah. We see what a Mercury. see all these different things that have gone on. We see the baits that you've uh, been designing uh, as well, the swim baits that are out there, the Zeldangerous swim yes. baits. I mean, what a busy year it was of transition for you from a lot of different sponsors, and everything seems to be locked and loaded for this upcoming year. Well, thank you for uh, for for bringing up uh, excuses for me, and and because uh, I, I I will not, I will just say I had a tough season. But no, I mean now that you mention it, honestly, Tom, it, you know we got the Bilge podcast, we ramped up our YouTube, mm-hmm. and honestly, I mean you know it, the listeners know it. I mean, uh, being a professional bass fisherman in 2023 and beyond is more than just catching fish. All those guys, Larry Nixon, uh, Jordan Lee, Trey McKinney, all those guys will tell you. Um, you know, the fishing part is just a small, small, small portion of what needs to be on the resume moving forward in professional fishing. And that's just where we're at. So building out a YouTube, building out social media, all of that kind of weighs on you. Um, you know, if, if, uh, you know, some of the tournaments I had earlier this year, um, you know, I felt like mentally, Hey, we should just finish 69th or 72nd or 80th place. Well, I feel like I could rebound the following week with, you know, making a YouTube video or right. working for my sponsors. And, and really, that's kind of what it's all about. And that's what keeps me going. We did finish strong. We had a couple, uh, I think, top 15, top 20s towards the end of the year doing the smallmouth thing. Love loved that, of course. Um, all those smallmouth fisheries have been really great to me over the years. And I love doing that, being from California. Um, but as long as the sponsors are happy, uh, as long as... Uh, uh, you're happy, Tom. And as long as, you know, my platform is, is strong and thriving, man. I, I mean, I feel the same way. I feel like I'm strong and thriving and, uh, and you know, again, bass fishing is, is, is more live coverage, more what's going on yeah. off the water. And, and that's just kind of, uh, that's just kind of where my head's been. And, uh, and it's been fun. It really has been a fun year. Chris Dane and I, uh, not only do we share a sponsor with 13 fishing, we share a birthday. Yes. Uh, we're both, uh, nine 11 babies, um, yes. about 24 years different, but Hey, you know what? Yeah. Who's counting the years, right? I mean, that's no big deal, but <laughs> right. you know, you're right about all of those things, but you still, you're prideful. You're a competitor. You want to be on camera. You want to make those top tens. Uh, that's great for the sponsors, uh, as well. And so I would think, you know, for you, I, those competitive juices burn pretty strong and and you're looking back to you know looking forward to getting back to where you have been in the past i mean 19 times you've been in the top 10 um you know looking forward to kind of getting back there and, and competing for that blue trophy once again and getting back to the classic too yes absolutely you and i will be hanging out in the 13 fishing booth yeah. at the classic coming up here right. at grand lake uh in in early 2024 um but yeah you know what that that venue brings out a lot of fishing fans from you know, uh, Kansas, uh, you know, from Kansas, Missouri, they come from the cornfields of the Midwest mm-hmm. to come check that out all the way to Texas, Louisiana, everyone from around that Midwest section, they all come to that classic and it'll be a good one. I will be on the floor hanging out. Um, and of course you always want to be on the water, of course. But, yeah. uh, again, what I said at the top of the show there, at the top of the interview is, is, uh, you got to be well-rounded and, and, uh, and showing out, hanging out with the fans and, and talking fishing is, is a part of uh, the job description, no doubt. So it'll be fun. And you look at these nine new guys that made the, uh, you know, made it to the elites through the opens and, uh, the, the diversity is really amazing. And we've introduced, uh, our listeners to every one of them. Now it was funny when we were talking to Ben Milliken, he's 33, 34 years old. And he is like by 10 years, the oldest of all of these guys. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it's Isn't nuts. That crazy. They're, they're all yeah. so young. And I think about the kid we had on today, Trey McKinney, he's 18 years old. It turned, you guys got to throw him a party. He turns 19 when you guys were at Ray burn uh he turns 19 during the tournament so you guys gonna have to oh my gosh i, I mean you can't buy him a beer 
I was just going to say, I was just going to say, where we, where, we're going to have to go to a fast food joint. Take them to Chuck E. Cheese or something is what you're going to have to do. <laughs> you know, but when I think about Milliken, I think about, I kind of think about you too, though, because he's another transplanted uh, Texan. He came from Nebraska, yeah. he's from California, but he loves throwing those big swim baits and catching those big fish. And you love, you've designed this beautiful line of swim baits yeah. uh, as well now. Talk to us about that line and, uh, and about how, you know, that, that could pay off for you big time those first two tournaments right there in texas yeah no i've always um you know i've always been a a, a big bait guy being from california you know my personal best largemouth is is uh, just over 14 pounds and that wow. was on one of those trout fed lakes up in northern california growing up um i remember i caught that fish went back the next day caught a 13 went back two days later caught a 12 and an 11 on a, a, a trout swim bait so I've always had this affection for these big swim baits and uh, a company like Bass Mafia, you know, 11, 12 years into my career, finally, I have, you know, um, some baits that I could be proud of. You know, you gain a little bit of knowledge out West, you gain a little bit of knowledge on tour. Our goal was design, to design a swim bait that not only catches trophy fish, but also something you could use in tournament fishing. Because we all know, you know, even the big bait experts will tell you, you don't get a lot of bites on it. Um, but the ones you catch are quality. The, a lot yeah. of times are the big fish of the tournament. A lot of times those are the ones you post to social media. So finding that little blend of a tournament swim bait and a big bass swim bait is very challenging, but Bass Mafia has allowed me to do that. You pair that up with, uh, with a new Muse line from 13. Yeah. So I've been fishing the seven foot nine heavy Muse rod and everyone asked me like, what's your favorite, you know, 13 fishing rod. And all year long, I said, man, you got to hold on. You got to wait. You got to wait till the, till this fall. You gotta wait till this Muse line comes out and grab that seven foot nine heavy. It is a do it all rod from your six inch swim bait, seven inch swim baits. It's a do all flipping stick. Uh, it could be a topwater rod, it could be a frog rod. Uh, just an awesome stick that has a lot of horsepower. And uh, so that whole pairing um, is definitely something I'm gonna be starting with those first two tournaments here in my home state of Texas in 2024. Tom. Now, is that a glass rod or is that a graphite rod? No, it's the, a graphite it rod, so it's a seven so foot nine glass. heavy. Okay, it's got cramping. a longer than normal butt. I've caught some yeah. really big Texas bat, uh, Texas bass here, throwing those big flutter spoons. I like throwing, um, but it's a really sweet spot for that six and seven inch swim bait. Which, in my opinion, if you go a little too, you know, you go the eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve inch trout swim baits, yeah. those are going to be a little bit too big for that tournament scene. Uh, so that six inch to seven inches, that, 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 that nice little medium there where you could catch a limit. Three pounders. Of you can see yeah. it. You can catch yes, three and four exactly. pounders. Even up, even up there in New Jersey, you could catch them on that setup, uh, um, uh, without a problem. Now we saw, I saw a picture of you this past week on social media, um, holding up like a brook trout or something. I don't know where you're at fishing yes. with trait, but you're, yes. you're ahead to brook trout. And I said, and I commented on it and I said, Ooh, it looks like a new pattern for a dangerous <laughs> swim bait. I figured you're going <laughs> to yeah. take that brookie and then yeah. take a picture of it and make a new pattern out of it. Yeah. So although that look, and if you guys check it out, it's on my Instagram and we got a YouTube video coming out of the, of the, of the expedition. We spent some time myself, my wife, Trait, uh, we took a break from the Bilge podcast and we went up to the legendary white river chain. So wow. if you don't know what that is, Bull Shoals, Norfolk, um, that whole area right there. And it's just very, it's legendary because a lot of the fast boats within the industry were built right there in mountain home, Arkansas. A lot yeah. of pros come from that area of the mountains there, but just world-class trout fishing it felt good to take a break from that bass grind go up there with a little um it was a it was a trout panfish combo it was like a little six foot spinning rod that 13 uh, sent me with an axum spinning reel yeah. and uh, i used a 1000 size paired up with some braided line and i did the fly fishing thing as well you know just to see what just to see what the hype was all about wasn't my deal tom uh, I'll tell you right now, it's it's a it's a it's a different type of fishing, different lures, different rods, yeah. different tax bracket a lot of times. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and but as soon as I picked up that 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 trout setup with the jerk bait, full size jerk bait, I caught like a five pound brown trout. Looked like a brook, but they yeah. said it was a brown trout with spawning colors, and it was gorgeous. That's where uh, that's where Jerry McKinnis was from too, the White River area. Yep. That's where yep. he was. Yep. Uh, Chris Sel Chris Zeldane has been our guest. It's always great to have Chris on. Chris knows that top three always come on the show during the season so I fully expect that we're going to be talking again during the season yeah, next year alright man yeah. sounds good <laughs> Chris Zeldane has been our guest Chris I appreciate you thank you guys appreciate you guys listening thanks Tom until next time bud 
That's going to do it for today's edition of Phoenix Sports Bassmaster Radio. So until next time, keep those lines tight and nets heavy. I'm Tom Abraham. And this has been Phoenix Sports Bassmaster Radio and the Bassmaster Radio Network.